welcome to Nerd Hurdles, podcast that doesn't exist anymore. The podcast of no return. Podcast that helps you overcome your geek prejudices with snark. With snark. Joining us today, in addition to snark, is Kathy. Yeah. Apologies to our faithful listeners. We haven't done an episode in a few months because of Quill. Quill the baby. When uh, we last left you, we were, um, you know, the, we had some baby noises in in the mix. Uh, it shortly thereafter went into a phase where it was just impossible for us to like even sit down to record at all. It was just too much stuff to do, too much baby responsibilities. Still the case, and Quill is more mobile now, so yeah. it's even harder to to do. Quill is currently strapped to me. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, trying this out. We're going to see how it goes. We might not even remember how, like literally how to podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank. What do, what are these things pointing in our faces? What do yeah. we do with those? Yeah. Am I supposed to put it completely in my mouth? Do not put it completely in your mouth. Put it completely in your mouth. Should I scrape my teeth on it? Ew. No. Would that be tingly? Would it give a tingle? <laughs> to me or to the microphone? Well, like in an ASMR way? No, no. It physically. Would there be like a little bit of electricity? Oh, no. That, that mic should be grounded, unlike the one we, we just swapped out. Oh, the dangerous mic? Was it yeah. dangerous? Well, I don't think I don't think it was dangerous. If you put it in your mouth, would it be dangerous? I don't know. Is that know. the litmus test for danger? <laughs> Maybe. When you have a baby, that is kind of the litmus test. It is. Is it dangerous if you put it in your mouth? Most things are. A don't novel. Don't put Bye. it in your mouth. Your motherfucking mouth. No, no, no. What's that no, one? You know the one. one. Yes. Don't you stuff it in your face? <laughs> Though it might look good to eat, and but it might look good to taste. Yeah. It could. Make you sick. I don't think that's it. Something like that. Real mm. sick. Real ick. Real quick. Don't you put it in your mouth. I'm singing yeah. it to the tune of that other yeah. song. <laughs> so I'm getting actually the opposite message from what Mandy's trying to give. Like, yes, yes, put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Your, your motherfucking, motherfucking mouth. mouth. I'm not familiar with that. What? That song? Yeah. You can lick it, you can suck it, you can taste it. You don't know that put it in your mouth song? I don't know either of them. The ones that you've the been don't put it in your mouth song. You don't know the do put it in your mouth song. <laughs> where have you been? I don't know. Living under a rock. Yeah, apparently. not sure whether to put things in your mouth or not. Apparently, yeah, I never but thought. Don't about you it. put it in your mouth is like these puppets, and they're saying like, "Don't eat pills and yeah, stuff." Yeah, the danger puppets. Yeah, the danger puppets. Yeah, I went to see when I was like three. My mom took me to a puppet show of them, like what? a live puppet show that somebody in the neighborhood put on. It was like a touring Danger Puppets puppet show. Danger Puppets. Well, I don't know what they were actually called. Like The ones that are like, don't you stuff it in your face so it might look good to eat and it might look good to taste. That, those yeah. yeah, and they, they did things about corrosive materials and explosive, all the, da- right. the all the symbols that are on airplane products. Glue. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what about airplane glue? I don't. It might not have been them. I don't remember really any actual, no. uh, I just remember they existed. Just remember you don't know what to put in your mouth and what not to put in your mouth. Dicks and pills. Dicks which and ones? pills, which one? One goes in your mouth, one doesn't. Don't both dicks and pills go in your mouth? That's true. I had both dicks and pills can go in your butt, too. That's true. Whoa. Whoa. Back in the saddle, I think, guys. I think <laughs> I, I, th- I think we, I think we got it. This is uh, this is how you make a podcast. Yeah, this is this is what you do. You just as soon as it comes around to like anal sex and suppositories. Yeah, we've really hit our stride. Mild queer positive homophobia. 
Queer positive homophobia. Yeah. It's not. How is it homophobic? I don't know. It's kind of like punchline in the butt. It's a punchline. Yeah, but I feel anybody is, can is take involved. anybody can have something in their butt from someone else. That's true. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got a butt. Everybody poops. That's what I'm told. Everybody poops. Yeah. Some people have two butts. Oh my God. I was thinking that too. <laughs> we knew a guy. And some people have two penises. Some he just Facebook penises. friend requested me. The pe- double penis guy or no, double anus double, guy? Double anus guy. Yeah. Well, if I ever meet a double penis guy, we should uh, hook them up. Well, I think he had one anus sewn up. That is limiting somebody's potential. That's yeah. Kind of, that's In like, the porn industry? If yeah, anything... Or, yeah, or just, be or just as a pooper. Or just having more holes, I think, is never, <laughs> that, is that, never a bad thing. That's how Especially not if you're a colander. If you're a colander. Yeah, he cannot join a freak show as the human colander anymore. Human he could colander. still join the freak show, though. I'm just going to put that out there. That's true. He would just have to find something different than human colander. Which is a really erotic term, I think. Oh, the segue's here. Here yeah. we go. For lack of a better oh. topic, uh, we're going to talk about erotic fiction. We've talked about... For, <laughs> for lack of a better topic? Okay. Uh, or lack of a topic at all of recent movies, which we've not been able to watch any of. Stay tuned for our new podcast called Recent Movies We Have Not Been Able to See in Any of. You did that, that be... about the Oscars. Yeah, actually. But I don't a... think not seeing movies has stopped you in the past. I think past. We, we should just do discussions of movies based on like reviews that I've watched. <laughs> um yeah, we've 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 talked about Fifty Shades of Grey, but I don't think we talked yeah, about we talked about it a lot actually. Yeah, but I don't know if we ever talked about like we must have talked about erotic fiction in general in the Fifty Shades episodes. Uh, but did we we've ever talked about like fanfic. Yeah. But I don't think we've talked about just straight up erotic fiction. Straight and and the wide open beavers. And not necessarily straight. Not necessarily up. I think we should begin did we ever talk about that uh well, one of my first sort of experiences with erotica was giving you that book yes. of historical erotica. The mammoth book of historic historical erotica. A mammoth book. Were mammoth there book. actually any stories involving mammoth? There was a caveman story, but there was no mammoth in it. Oh. So it was a bit of a misnomer. It was. They didn't even refer to his mammoth member? No. They should have. That's my new my his, new internet handle. His, mammoth member? His prehistoric tusk. His prehistoric tusk. But his the mammoth book is like a series of books. Like there's the mammoth book of... I don't oh. know, Mammoth Hunters or something Oh, it's like, like the that. Nelson Anthology, <laughs> only for erotica? For, no, it's not even erotica. It's like the Mammoth Book of... Of whatever of type of... Victorian... Detective novel. Detective, yeah, yeah. stories. Oh. Or, yeah. yeah. The mam- I think we have the Mammoth Book of Limericks. Is, I don't think that's the Mammoth Book. No, it's not yeah, a Mammoth Book, but it's the same idea. But yeah, same. it is. it was a, a series. A series of omnibi... Omnibuses. Omnibus. Omnibuses? Yeah. Omnisucubi? Is that East Coast? Om- succubi? I'm going to succubi. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to succubi. Was that... It was an anthology of erotic short stories. Yeah. Was it Was it a, a important book in your life? Was it a gateway? I would... I mean, I don't think it... It's not like I turned to erotic fiction after that, but I right. definitely like read the whole thing, and I definitely read some stories more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, how old were you when when this gift was oh, given? Oh, I was in university already. Oh, so this wasn't when you got you guys weren't like fourteen. No, that so was kinda, uh, that, that was, that was still Star Trek and, yeah. fan fiction. I think I think Star Trek fan fiction even came after fourteen. Oh. And yeah. was was this gift like because of the Star Trek fan fiction? You were like, oh, Kathy will like this because of fan fiction. I think because I knew that Kathy didn't really actually like fan fiction. 
But you like the saucy well, parts. Well, I thought it might be like her fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there was like, it was one of those gifts where I'm like, haha, it's a funny joke gift, but also like, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I gave you a vibrator previous to that. Oh, yeah, you did. Um... That's the truth. Previous? Maybe not previous. Maybe, but it was, uh, I don't know, contemporary. Con- yeah, contemporarily <laughs> to that. <laughs> it was around the same time because it was mm-hmm. definitely in university. So it was the time we were jokingly giving us each other gifts to get each other off. And also when we were writing each other diaries. Oh, yeah. That was a nice time. Were we even yeah. then already? Oh, yeah. No, I was writing like letters and weird shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I definitely wrote in journals to you yeah. in university. Yeah. You weren't in university then. You were in Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, because I definitely remember journaling in Switzerland. Some people Switzerland. just stayed in university forever. <laughs> Some people took a year off to go to funeral school. <laughs> so you being in funeral school and you being an au pair in Switzerland are both like erotic, like Gold fiction, kind, kind, kind of fiction scenarios that... That's true. For different subgenres. Yeah. It's true. One being a fairly mainstream, standard uh, kind of... The funeral school one? Necrophilia, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I see where you're going. And then one being a little bit more, you know... Out there. An acquired taste, the nanny story. Yeah, and and, in foreign languages. Put put a lot of people off. Yeah. Yeah. Erotic romance, or whatever the hell they call that Swiss language. Romance? Yeah, there's that fourth language that nobody speaks. It's only, like, spoken in one canton. Weird. Yeah. Switzerland's weird. It is weird. Possibly the least erotic country out there. Certainly the city of Geneva. Yeah. Very clean. Yeah. A very It's stereotypically clean, but like actually you get there and it's like, oh, this is as clean as I was led to believe it was going to be. Mm. I didn't notice it being clean. I was looking for it to be clean. You're going to judge harshly if it wasn't? Nah, I just didn't think it was going to be clean. Mm. And then it was. And I was like, oh. What do you? I think I just came from some really messy, gross European city. Yeah, Paris. Well, probably something in Italy. <laughs> Rome or something yeah. like that. One of those filthy. But much more erotic. Much more erotic. Mangy, mangy pets. Hopes with holes. Pets. Ooh, write that down. That's a good topic. Hopes with holes. Oh. Hopes with holes. <laughs> so. So I guess that's it, folks. That's it. That's yeah. it. No, we have so much more to say. Yeah, the only the only erotic fiction I've ever read was uh, an Anais Nin uh, oh. anthology. You read Fifty Shades of Grey? No, I didn't. Uh, did you? No, I don't think he did. I you think, didn't read any of it. I think he I had think, like the first couple chapters read to him, if I recall correctly. Something like that, oh, or God. or I agreed to read the first chapter, and then I was like, no, I can't, I can't carry on, or something like that. Because you were just too like. Hard, yeah. It was was uncomfortable. It was definitely hard to get through. It was (laughs) your dick was getting caught between the pages every time you had to turn a page. That is that is uh, quite quite complimentary of the size (laughs) of my penis. (laughs) Complimentary, really? Is it good? Is it good if it's that big? I don't know. Exaggeratory. There you go. Yeah. So the Aeneas Nin book. The only thing I remember is like various several stories that were about like incest and it being like this is not erotic you're like i don't have a sibling i can't get into this yeah wow no it was, it was he's like he's got a father no it was like <laughs> it was like uncle and niece wow oh, well stuff. that's like the accepted incest you're saying well except that's the girl the girl was like six though ew what what kind of erotic crap that's not erotic yeah that's that's crossed the line way back in 1923 or whenever oh. it was yeah oh it was okay then when the yeah. age of consent was five yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Age of can what? Can what? The word consent had not yet made it into the English language. So the reason we're talking about this is because... Are we going to reveal your pen name? Yeah, no. That's fine. Well, I think no. we should. What's the point of having a pen name if you're going to reveal it? A nerd well, yeah. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, no. Five people are going to figure out that I... 1,000 uh, people. It's 1,000 people listen to this? Well, 1,000 yeah. people download it. Oh. Or, are they people or, or, or listen- bots? No. 1,000 bots? I think they got rid of all the bots because we were getting like... We had like 6,000 listens per episode, and then they did a massive bot pogrom on- uh... Bot pogrom. (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) Pokes with holes and bot pogrom. (laughs) On uh, SoundCloud, and then all of a sudden we were down to like, you know, a fifth of our listenership. And it was like, oh, and then it was like, oh, well, at least I know these ones are real. Nuts, or nuts. they're just the bots that have become sentient. Oh, well, AI hey, bots, that's fine. That's we're a, popular like, with bots. If, if it's an artificial intelligence, that's that's fine. That's that's legit. As long as it's yeah. an intelligence of some kind. Not Maybe just we'll mindless. be spared in the, uh, in the AI apocalypse. Yeah. What's the test from Blade Runner? Oh, the Voight-Kampf. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure like some actual Nerd Hurdles listeners would fail the Voight-Kampf test. I would, I would hope so. It's <laughs> a Voight-Kampf test. It tests if you're a replicant. But how? I'd ask questions about your mother. <laughs> Mostly that's all <laughs> I remember. Yeah. About wasp, if you would kill a wasp that was on your leg or not. A replicant would kill it? I don't know. They never. They it's, know, it's, it's very abstract. It's very You're abstract. You're not allowed to know the answers because then you could. Well, you don't know what the system. correct answer is. I think it was all about what your pupils did while you were talking about the hey, stuff. Hey, but what else does that happen in Orphan Black? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was how they tested uh, the. They were degrading or whatever. Yeah, the if glitching or Glitching. Whatever what were, were those guys called? The. The Jarvises? The Larsons? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Parkdales? No, it was uh, Kite. Keister? No. Caster. Caster. The Casters, yeah. There we go. We watched all these shows just before we stopped uh, (laughs) podcasting. We had like, I had a whole list of stuff we'd watch on Netflix when Quell was doing like a lot of napping and we're watching a lot of Netflix. We watched like Crazy Head and Jerk Gently and we're going to talk about all this stuff and Orphan Black and then now it's just like, I don't even remember. It's so long ago now. We can't, we can't talk about any of it. It is. And I don't, yeah, I don't remember at all. Oh, and Crazy Head was... Crazy Head was great. It was so great. Yeah. Dirk Gently was pretty good, too. It was okay. It was mostly I just felt like he should be the next Doctor Who. And... Yeah, better <laughs> than that one they have now, who I've never watched in an episode. Oh, now that he's, he's gone, they've got a new one, new another one. Is it a woman? No, it's an older man. Then I don't <laughs> care. I think it's an even older white man. An even older white man? I believe so. Sorry, if you can regenerate, you're not going to come back as some old dude. I don't know. There's some rule about he doesn't get to choose. Well, then he should be a black woman. No one would pick that. Yeah. (laughs) They're so oppressed. (laughs) It's not racist. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not. It's It's factual. Um, But is it that he has to come back as someone that no one would pick to come back as? No, but I'm just saying if he doesn't get to pick. Right. All right. If he doesn't get to pick, I should get to pick. Whatever cosmic entity picks, they want him to be an extremely British white man. Yeah. Apparently. Yawn. Back to erotic fiction. So the reason we're doing this episode, listeners, is that Kathy is, uh, has begun writing and publishing erotic fiction. Yeah. Short stories. Aren't you still working on that long one? Yeah. Um, I don't I haven't made much progress on it. I was trying to get like through act one and I just kind of got bored with it. So like, okay. So there's a difference between 
it, that one wouldn't be erotic fiction. That would be romance. Oh. Okay. What's the difference? Okay, What's so how difference? much sex does there have to be? Or like, where's the line when it goes from being a romance story to being erotic fiction? That's a good... Or is the structure completely different? Well, so for romance, there's like... A very structured structure. Yeah, like exactly. A, there's like, you can download like beat sheets. Yeah. And um, put in how many words you've written. And uh-huh, like, it sheets. says... Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. You know, how many words it's going to be. And it tells you like, by 2000, this conflict should have happened. You know, your main character should have met. There should be and this. And it's, it's always, they have to hate each other at the beginning... Uh, but there's a, an attraction that they don't recognize, yeah. and then yeah, and yeah. so like you can you can go through and write and like hit your beats, yeah. And I think that is maybe what defines romance, whereas like erotica might just be like you can skip all fucking. that and just get like, to the fucking yeah. yeah. But I think erotica tends to be a short form kind of thing because I, I mean to me oh, okay. erotica is something like somebody just wants you know, like a masturbation session. Basically. Right, right. Um, you're, you're not in it for the for the journey. No. You're for the destination. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Masturbation is a journey. I don't know if it's all about the destination. Well, it's a short journey. It's a shorter journey. It's, it's, it's like a little road trip as it, opposed it to backpacking through Europe. <laughs> okay, there we go. I like that analogy. So like erotica tends to be like five to 10K words, five words. to 10,000 words. Not, not kilobytes. Not kilobytes. <laughs> not kilometers through <laughs> Europe. Through Europe. Um, Is Europe even that many kilometers? No, definitely not 10,000. Oh, 10,000, not 10. It's more than 10. It's more than 10 yeah. kilometers, yes. Yeah. Thank, thank you. <laughs> so what I was writing was erotic short stories. But is there like a point when like a romance novel has like a lot of graphic sex and then would it again kind of get pushed into the file like that's a rating system yeah I... like is there like a rating system a pornographic rating system where it's oh this is erotic enough no i think romance can be extremely explicit okay and still but as long as you're hitting those beats and has that that cliched one or two or different yeah, blocks, formula. formula plot lines then and I then, think it can still be romance right and it's just like harlequin has those different levels of peppers on the cover exactly that tells you how hot it is yeah they're flames are they peppers yeah, they're flames. There's, flames. <laughs> there's like blaze and blaze yeah. yeah i will read anything less than a blaze yeah no <laughs> exactly. there better be descriptions of sucking noises and shit like that and like i want description of vulva and yeah. no i want to hear about labial topography they never talk about labial topography well if if, if one of them was a geologist maybe they geologist would, or, 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 or a cartographer labia's rock yeah. glaciologist glaciologist it's like yeah. it used to be perfectly smooth until the glaciers came through <laughs> that ice cold bitch yeah. cold and rocky oh, i'm gonna write a glacier write it down story. but i mean the thing is i haven't read a lot of it so right. it's really hard to say what I should be writing. Right. But you did a lot of research. Yes, but it didn't include reading. No, no, no. But your research, <laughs> where were you doing your research? Online. So there's like a Reddit. Oh, on the internet. On the what internet. an interesting place to go for research. I, I tried the library, um, but I got kicked out. No. So, I mean, it was like a Reddit. There's a Reddit forum for erotic writers. And they have definite recommendations. Right. Which are, and like, I mean, I think this is why... In total, I've made like $10 off these erotic stories. But you're supposed to find a niche. Right. um, Of which there are quite a few. But then you just have to write, probably publish like three or four stories a week. Yeah. Only in that niche. It's like being a YouTuber. You have to have constant content. Yeah. That is very, and on brand all the time. Exactly. But like, I think, I mean, erotica is even more specific than YouTube videos. Well, if you have a YouTube video and it's like a nerd movie YouTube thing. 
and you're like, I'm going to be snarky movie reviews through a comic book lens. Mm -hmm. And then you have to do all your reviews like that and do three a week. And if you take away the comic book lens, then people, then you can't get pigeonholed so much. You need to be able to really Mm. like, like ASMR videos. There's, you know, the, the guys that go all over the place usually don't have as many followers as people who do the exact same video every single time. Yeah. And then then they have like millions of views on each of their videos. And so, well, yeah, they're they're picking a genre and adhering to it very closely. Right. And I mean, like this is, you would have, I mean, if you're writing like Amish sex or something like that, you'd have the people who want to read Amish sex and they will read Every, Three stories, yeah. everything you publish yeah. about Amish sex. Do you think you could branch it to a little Mormon story every once in a while, a little Hutterite story? Maybe. Oh, Hutterites. Maybe. Yeah, Dukabors. Dukabors are saucy. You mean Mennonites? Yeah, Mormons are different. Mennonite would be closer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the thing with it. If you want to be successful, and successful from what I researched isn't really that successful in in right. like erotic fiction because it's i mean there's a few people who will maybe make 50,000 or even like 100,000 a year but the amount of work that you actually have to do to make that money is not yeah. I'm like well I could make that kind of money not writing erotic fiction if you're good at it and you yeah. want to do it yeah. and you yeah. do all the things you need to do you can make a career out of it so that's hard to say like I think it, there's a point at which you could mm-hmm. I think it's more difficult now like I think the there's sort of like is is flooded but also like Amazon changed the way that they pay out, pay out. Yeah. Um, so it's not as easy. Like there, I think maybe like four or five years ago, you could basically publish pretty much anything. Yeah. And make good money. And but now, I mean, it's it's based on page reads. So even if somebody downloads it, they track if they've read the pages. So if somebody gets like ten pages in and stops reading, you only get paid for those ten pages, and it's like half a cent a page. So it's nothing. Like I mean, you need to get people reading stuff, which means you need to publish constantly. So it's not it's not like an easy way to make money. Which I think actually romance is probably a much easier way to make money if you can get people right. to read your stuff. Is that because it's not the paper page re- read? No, it's, it's the, the same, same thing. Oh, but, but I they're think longer. A, I think there's a greater market for romance. People are more likely to read. The payoff in a romance is at the end as well. Yeah. Not the very end. Isn't there payoff before the very end? The happily ever after. They yeah. Have, yeah. In the inevitable, they actually do get together is at the end. And so people will want to read that. Right, right, right. And I think just the audience... I think the number of oh, romance yeah. consumers is much higher than the, the number of even erotica after, consumers. Even after Fifty Shades? Fifty Shades was supposed to have blown the, but the market Shades wide open. But Fifty Shades is erotic fiction, it's really. It's still romance. It's romance. Yeah, I guess, yeah. The least romantic romance you could find. <laughs> but, like, there's some pretty interesting niches in erotica as well. Yeah. Like well, Hugh Cow. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so it's, like, it's... It's human cow, and it's it's an entire niche dedicated to lactating women, but like way above and beyond. Like often, it's um women being milked and like needing to be fucked to to produce more milk. Right, and like somebody will stumble across a farm of like hue cows and stuff like that. So I mean, it goes it goes. And they'll be like, we need you to stay and fuck these women so they'll make more milk. Yeah, shit like that. And it's typically men that like that that genre. I. Th- think so just don't see that as being a thing women would be no, into no as a lactating woman as a lactating woman i just don't see it as a thing men would be into uh but... i think there's a there'd be like a subsection of men who are super into like yeah really over the top lactating women i'm sure there are but it seems like a very niche an extremely niche market niche inside a niche yeah. niches within niches what about like the ones that are like the possessed portal vagina 
that the ghost comes out of that um, one. The ones we know, that we one. know what Jacob's into. Yeah, possessed vagina portal. If I had a yeah. nickel for every time I had to go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could fill your vagina with nickels. That's not a niche that I'm aware of, but there is like a supernatural. There's the dinosaur one. Niche. Yeah, okay, but that was, so that was more of a joke. I think. But there's so many of them now. It's not like just one person writing them. It's like... It's mostly just one person writing them. And I think people tried to sort of copy that because that that hit sort of like mainstream, like, oh my God, romancing the Velociraptor or whatever. Like, you know, the Tyrannosaurus took my ass kind of thing. Yeah. But he made money just based on the fact that it was so over the top that people were like, oh my God, this shit is crazy. And we'll buy it. Yeah. And, and not read it, but he, uh, that was back when you're just getting paid yeah. for Yeah, or I think, I think they're it. short enough that people will read them and be like, what the fuck is this? Right. Um, yeah. So the what the fuck factor. And people tried so, to copy that. So Hugh Cow is not in the what the fuck factor. No, Hugh Cow is like an actual niche that people will seek out. And, and there's read. many authors writing in the, yes. in the Hugh Cow genre. Yes. Right. Yeah. And there are things I learned that there are things like if you're going to publish on Amazon, there are things right. that are off limit. Which are basically bestiality and... Um, pedophilia. Pedophilia as well, but incest. So even like adult, consenting adult incest. Yeah, no incest whatsoever. What about step parent Well, that's how incest. people get away with it. Ah, okay. So there is incest erotica, but it has to be step. So it's like, yeah, like whatever, romancing the stepbrother or whatever. Right, yeah. Or gangbang by my stepbrothers. Pounded in my butt by my book, pounded in my butt by my own butt. Yeah, pounded in my butt by my own butt. No, by my book, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. What the hell? <laughs> Is that from That's something? That's a niche. Well, it's a guy who wrote Pounded in My Butt by My Own Butt, and then his, the follow-up was Pounded in the Butt by My Book, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. What's that from? It's a book. It's, it's, it's a book. It's a book that you can okay. get on Amazon. It's quite famous. Okay. It's quite it's famous. Quite famous. Quite famous. Well, every time there's like a... He, he releases a new one every time there's something in the pop culture uh, zeitgeist. So it would be like pounded in the butt by the Affordable Care Act or uh, pounded in the butt by, and it'll be an anthropomorphized whatever the thing is. It's pounding him in the butt. Yeah, yeah. He started off with pounded in the butt by my own butt, mm. where his butt became an anthropomorphized floating butt that Just pounded genius. him. Yeah. Sounds hot. Yeah, that's like the, the what the fuck factor yeah. of uh, he probably started off with the uh, the velociraptor sex or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, as, I mean, yeah. So obviously there is the what the fuck stuff, but a lot of realistic stuff is or not realistic, realistic. but like <laughs> people take it seriously. Yeah, people seek it out, and so like yeah, so bestiality is not allowed. So people get around that by writing like shifter, M- mythical beasts. Apparently, uh, mythical beasts are allowed. And extinct animals. So that's why the... You see a lot of dodo sex. <laughs> dodo sex. Dope. So you could, you could get pounded in the butt by the unicorn, I guess. Right. Or by the jabberwocky. I don't think you want to get pounded in the butt by the jabberwocky. <laughs> Jabberwockies are extinct. He's going he's, <laughs> he's gonna to brillig you in your slithy tove. Oh, it kind of rates oh, itself. Man, my tove is so slithy. <laughs> my tove is so slithy right now. Snicker snack. <laughs> that's the sound it makes. <laughs> My Put your vorpal sword inside me. Yeah. It just writes itself. <laughs> it writes itself, and probably you should write this one down, too. Yeah. Well, actually, because after I wrote that, the pirate one, I was like, go- I was looking at the lyrics of Mary Ellen Carter. I was like, this entire song is about sex. Mm-hmm. Rise again. Yeah. She Rise went down again. with a groan. Oh. There were five of us aboard her when she finally was awash. 
Oh. <laughs> I know. It just goes on. Well, I guess oh, you'll have wow. to write another one. Dogger hatches, whatever that means. That could be. Porthole. Yeah. Girded her around. Girded her around. That, that could be your niche, just doing. Stan Rogers. Stan Rogers erotica. erotic fiction. Yeah. See, I haven't published that one. Because right. I'm just a little bit concerned about the plagiarism aspect. Oh, it's the... not plagiarism. I'm sure Baird's Privateers, is that the song you based that one on? It's a few different ones. I think they're probably all public domain. They're not public domain. Aren't they all the folk songs? He did, they're did real he by he Stan Rogers. Did he write them? Yeah, they're, he not, them. They're, they're, they're not, they're not, they're they're not, not like traditional folk songs, though. No. No. But just say it's inspired by it somewhere at the end. Worst case scenario, they just make you take it down. You wouldn't like owe money or get sued or I anything. don't know, man. I don't know. The estate of Stan Rogers might come at you. <laughs> I hope so. I've <laughs> <laughs> read an erotic a... fiction about that. <laughs> Pounded in the butt by the lawsuit of the late, the estate of the late Stan Rogers. Oh, man. Okay, I'm definitely publishing it now. What's his son's name again? Eric. I don't know. Alan. Is he hot? Bran. I don't know. Bran. Bran. Bran Rogers. <laughs> Bran and Dan Rogers. Sons Dan of Rogers. Stan Rogers. But yeah, so I mean, I wrote four stories, but I only published three. And one was Victorian, I guess, which I think is the most popular one I wrote, which I didn't think it would be because apparently people are really... Over it? No, people who are into like the Victorian stuff are really into it being like exact. So if there's any right. anachronisms or anything like that, they... Oh, and you had anachronisms in there. quite right. a few anachronisms. Those Air Jordans. Yeah. No, it were... was in the language. Oh. Yeah. It had like fuck and pussy and stuff. Yeah. Like stump and cunny or stump. something. <laughs> you stumped her in the cunny. <laughs> the cull and the mort were at click it in the dike. Yeah. Ooh. Hello. I didn't make that up. It's from the great book of historical swearing or whatever. Mm. Cull and the mort are like foxes, like a boy and a girl. Uh, Fox yeah. and click it is fucking and yeah. the dike is the ditch. The most erotic uh, location. Yeah. The dike. It's just, I yeah. think, where you're most likely to find a cull and the mort at click it. And then what did I write after that? Uh, uh, I don't think... I wrote one where people have sex on a train. Did I read that one? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, oh, yeah, no. What was it called? Full Steam Ahead. Full Steam Ahead. So there you go, listeners, Woo! if you want to find any of my erotic fiction. And what's your pen name? Olivia Kent. Olivia Kent. Not cunt. Not cunt. Kent. Mm. Kent. Oh, Olivia Kent. Olivia Kent make any money at no, this fucking... You're guaranteed an O. Are you? Well, Olivia. Well, Okay. Is that why you picked Olivia? No, it just seemed to go with Kent. I don't know how I came to Kent. Weren't we like trying to make names out of your letters of your name? Yeah. And I didn't like what we came. It was like Arena Kent that we came up with. And yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, that, that, that was like a uh, anagram. Anagram. It was it was started as an anagram and I didn't like the anagram. Yeah. So it was the anagram I liked never... the Kent, but I didn't like right. the Arena. Arena. It's not even a name. Ariana. So I it. Ariana. Ariana. Arena. Well, I guess maybe it is a name. It is a name. I, I didn't like it. I guess it's like. Irina. Oh, probably. Arena. Arena. Yeah. That's what I should have gone with. And so Spider. You could, so you could, Spider. So. Spider cunt. Um, and then the third one was Billionaire BDSM. Right. Which was the least popular. Well, yeah. Because it's just uh, everything I think is Billionaire BDSM. Yeah, it's the worst genre ever created. It's one of the most popular as well. Well, because of Fifty Shades. Yeah, but like it's just... So it's the so, market's flooded. It's flooded, saturated, yeah. moist, and... You, you probably didn't make your guy enough of a sociopathic douchebag. No. He wasn't really in the story. It was all yeah, no, her point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another thing that surprised me about writing it, is that I'm much more comfortable writing from a male point of view. Hmm. And I don't know if that just has to do with having read so much gay fan fiction. Oh. But, or also just the patriarchy. Yeah, but not really. Because, like, I mean, if I'm reading, 
If I'm reading a book, I much prefer to read a female man character, female protagonist. But writing it, I think it made, it made me a little, it made me uncomfortable writing the one like that was like female first person. Too close to home. It was too close to home. Right. Yeah. Whereas with the male ones, I'm like, well, I can write whatever. They just like to fling they their dicks around, right? We're gonna stick it in something and find some pope holes. You find some, find some pope holes. Oh, this baby just burped Cheerio burp at me. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then the last one was like a pirate themed one, but it was based yeah. on the works of Stan Rogers. It was yeah. an homage to Stan Rogers, who I realize now is a dirty, dirty man, having reread. I think you should just make that your your niche. My Mark. niche is just. Stan Rogers. It's not a niche that doesn't exist. No one's reading that. Right. Nobody is like Googling Stan Rogers or like doing an Amazon search for Stan Rogers and being like, ah, I'll read this. No, see, not that. You need to create your own niche. It's not the Stan Rogers angle so much as. Musical homage? That that wayfaring. Well, I think there's there's pirate. Not necessarily pirate, but like any. Just I don't know, shipfaring kind of, kind of. I think, I mean, that would be like Victorian or historical or something like that. Like, I mean, you could definitely find. That but is a niche. but but for you to be like interested and put like like your right. inner creative energy into it, use the Stan Rogers portal. I will to- use Stan Rogers' portal <laughs> if he wasn't dead and burned up, just a charred corpse. Oh, I don't know if he got burned up. You no, know, he did get burned up. I read the Wikipedia page. Oh, it was just charred corpses. That's awful. Yep, everybody who's left on that plane was like instantly cremated. Moment of silence for Stan Rogers. That's what happens. When you're a Canadian folk hero. And those assholes got out alive. <laughs> those, those members of your dad's union who were useless. I could write an erotic fiction about that. Oh, I should write air disaster erotic fiction. Oh, we should have done an episode on air disasters. We still oh, yeah. we still can't. There's not uh, enough time. Maybe um, in September. Yeah. Um, I could fill an hour and a half with discussion of air disasters, just uh, so you know. Well, that's... Good to know. Fascinating. Just in case <laughs> anyone out there has an air disaster podcast, uh, probably and would like me. Somebody to must. There's the, there's a podcast for every occasion. The only problem with air disaster erotica is like you just have that narrow window. Yeah, I mean it's now or never for the Mile High Club. Yeah, that's going to be the name of my first story. Now or never for the Mile High Club. Well, they all end in the uh, the two lovers dying. Perishing? Of, perishing instantly in cremated. I guess it depends on what the air disaster was. It's the last yeah. line of everything. And they were instantly cremated. As they simultaneously orgasmed. As they simultaneously orgasmed, it was a successful landing on the Hudson River. <laughs> oh, that was a nice story. Yeah. Uh, but no. No. They no. wouldn't do that one. They would, it would be Hindenburg all the way. Hindenburg, or well, I could a Gimli glider would, and you a, could you could also yeah. work it in so that somehow their passionate sex causes the air disaster and oh, all these different things. That would be so horrible. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. It's a cautionary tale. Anti Mile mm. High Club propaganda. I don't want to be accused of that. <laughs> oh, which of my stories that you read did you like the best? Well, I liked the pirate one because it was funny because yeah. I was looking for all the little Stan Roger nods. Um. Just from a purely erotic standpoint, um, yeah, probably that one too. None of them were particularly erotic. None of them were very good. (laughs) (laughs) You never read my train one, though. I never read the train one. I liked the millionaire one or the billionaire one. Millionaires aren't even... Millionaires is not good enough It's anymore. not good now. No one cares. No. You can maybe buy a house in Toronto. Yeah. That's the, the entire short story is just like... And I then he took me back to his house that he owned. <laughs> Semi-detached. Whoa. But if you were going to seek out a niche, what would it be? 
Oh, niche. Like to write or to read? To read. Lord of the Rings elves. I mean, <laughs> that's I don't know. Not, that's not an erotic. Thing. Fan fiction only. Oh, I'm a fan of Snary. Snary. Okay, but so this. Only um, once Harry's older. I don't like when he's a kid. That's creepy and wrong. It. Yes. Um, like Virgin Gangbang. <laughs> no. No? No. Huh. Probably nothing involving the words gangbang. Hmm. It would have to be something actually erotic, not just sex-filled. And, I think and, that's the thing. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm more of like, I like the slow burn. Yeah. I'd probably go more for like a romance that gets really graphic. Right. I don't even need the to... beats. Like, I want to read 50,000 words before people even fucking kiss. Well, yeah, because... I like to torture myself. Yeah. But then, I mean, I mean, it's all about yeah. building to that climax, right? Like, I mean, it's yeah. even like it, on shows when you see where you want the main characters to hook up. And then X when they, Files. Yeah. Then they do. Do they hook up in X-Files? Not really. I think so. so. I stopped watching. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they do. But really. like, okay, so like Lois and Clark, to yeah. take a very topical example. <laughs> what? Do you watch that show? <laughs> I did. Beauty um, and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, like with Linda Hamilton? And, uh, and Ron Perlman? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it was, it, was, it was the same We're going as... topical, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going, we're definitely going for 90s. <laughs> I, I'm sure that most of our listeners are old enough to remember both these shows. Okay. Were there, was no. there a lot of tension between... Beauty and the Beast? There must have been, because, I mean, uh, that would have had to have been the... But I, th- I would have thought that they would be, like, together fairly quickly, but they were just kept no. apart by the fact that he lived in the sewers. No, I think they're kept oh, apart. Oh, if I had a nickel for every time that happened to me. I think I think the general episode sort of, you know, because isn't the time when every shows every episode was the same. It was like she got into a trouble, uh, he saved her somehow, and then he had to go back to his sewer Layer and she and she kept on living her above ground life uh, with with whatever her. Human I'm getting confused be, between uh, that and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. April and April O'Neil, which definitely involved a gangbang. Oh yeah, turtle gangbang. Yeah. That's my niche. Teenage turtle Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's still fucking fan fiction. Yeah, it is still fan fiction. What kind of story would I find erotic? I don't know. Like, wait, I can find a list of like erotic niches, and you can oh, tell me okay. Renee. Oh, I'm at fourteen percent. I don't even have cords for that phone here. I have cords for this phone here. Oh no, wait, you have the same cord as us. It's no, it's it's this. Oh dear God, it's this big fatty. That's my niche. <laughs> Your niche. <laughs> big fat charger cords. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I accidentally googled fizzgig again instead of erotic niches. Clearly, fizzgig would be sort of a, a micro furry big- niche. It's yeah. still fan fiction, you I guys. I feel like he has too many teeth to fuck, though. Well, he must have another hole. Is that an back, acronym? Is there like a short form Too for many that? teeth to fuck? Yeah. Oh, wait. I saw you. T-M-T-T-F? Yeah. T-M-T-T-F. Yeah. Too many teeth to fuck. Okay. Here's some niches. Okay. Medical. Um, oh. This I just I'm mean- I'm not with, into that. With doctors? Mm, maybe like speculums and stuff like that. Nope. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. uh, group menage. Mm. No. I could go for that one. Well, it depends. Yeah. Would yeah, it depend on the writer? Okay. Well, here's something that I learned about, uh, like acronyms okay. in terms of like if you say so, there's a difference between um, MMF and MFM in terms of oh, like, okay the order you say them in. Oh, okay. Yeah. One's so, like, a sandwich. Well, exactly. So like MFM, you it's like two men and a woman, obviously, but the men don't interact. Ah. But MMF. The uh, men will interact as well. Uh, okay. mm, so it's an important distinction. It so is. in the movie Threesome, 
Right. I would call it a Lara Flynn Boyle's in the middle. Yeah. Right. But there's that one moment where the other guy touches the other guy's butt. I he know. Knows I he think likes butt him. touching is okay. Did they actually? Well, it's certainly okay. Yeah, but like. They actually had. They actually ended up in bed together in that movie. What? Yeah. Why do you think I watch it so many times? Okay, oh I guess God. maybe it's a niche. I yeah, like. I was going to say, like, wait a minute. Did you not just, like, turn down group menage? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was picturing the wrong kind of thing. Yeah, you were super into threesome. Yeah, like, I was. Yeah, okay. God. I thought it was just in the poster for some reason. Only, no, they do it. It's I very only, touching. I only saw it the once. Didn't he have? Harry knees. What? I feel like there was this part where the backs of his knees were know. hairy. They must have because around that time I definitely had a William Baldwin crush. What? Yeah. So which he is was like the, the worst Baldwin, but he was a the worst Baldwin. Yeah. B the worst part of that movie. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I want to watch that movie, you guys. Let's watch it after this. Too bad we don't have a DVD player. Do you have a you have a computer? Not up here. You guys are such downers since you made that baby. Uh, Can't I even know. watch threesome. <laughs> And remember they lived in apartment 3S and somebody Yeah, and somebody with some. 3S. Yeah. I mean, obviously the only reason they lived in 3S. It could have been a 3S company reboot. <laughs> 3S company. Yeah. Is just that and my own private Idaho. That's actually what I think of when I think of Mandy. Oh, yeah. My own private Idaho. Not an erotic movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's just, it's all tr- so tragic, though. It's, it's kind tragic, of, but yeah. I mean. And isn't all the sex like not wanting to have sex, just doing it for money? Yeah. It was hard to find stuff that wasn't just like, I don't know, straight people. That's yeah. true. That's true. So group menage is a big yes for Mandy. Uh, Virgin's first timers. Uh, yeah, it can be good. I think it depends on the power dynamic in that. Mm. It definitely depends on the power dynamic. Yeah. I mean, if it was like two 40-year-old virgins, that's cool. If it's two 19-year-old virgins, that's cool, I guess. But if it's like a 40-year-old and a 19-year-old girl... And he's showing her the the ways Au of pair. yeah. Then that's bleh. but I kind of like the experienced person showing the inexperienced person the ways of things if it's gay, right? Yes, or lesbians, yeah. because I think that that can happen not in a way where it's right. like a young impressionable person, right? It can be someone who's like grown up and maybe sexually experienced, but not sexually experienced in in a gay way. In a gay way, right? A unicorn. Um. So next we have Butch Femme Dykes, which I that's just. Normal. Yeah. Uh, gender swap, transgender. Which I think is like when... I don't like the idea of that being fetishized. I think that it might be somebody having like the magical ability to put themselves in the body of the opposite right. gender to have sex. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah like the, the movie Switch. Sure. Um, yeah. Cowboys Westerns. You like that. I, yeah. Because there's horses. There's, that's what I'm into in erotica is, is horses. You want to have, have sex on a horse. I'm into like the idealized, so like Briscoe County kind of thing where he wasn't like a dirtbag cowboy. Oh. I like the idea of like Brokeback Mountain. There you go. That's a cowboy. It's a you just referred to Bruce Campbell as not a dirtbag cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Bruce Campbell is a dirtbag probably, <laughs> but not a dirtbag cowboy. Briscoe, Briscoe, Briscoe County was, was not. He was oh. a gentleman. He was, oh, And he okay. was like Harvard educated and shit. Right. Oh. Yeah, he was a lawyer. So definitely He was a some... lawyer cowboy. I'm into lawyer cowboys. <laughs> niche. <Right. laughs> That's extremely niche. Um, and like, I don't think I would even... Yeah, I can't. I rewatched Briscoe and was like, this is less appealing. I wonder what happened to those VHSs. I think they we, went to we... Dennis. No, they came back. We oh. gave them to like Matt. They make the rounds. They I, went somewhere I, else. I, I think they came I, back here and then we went. They went somewhere. I think Matt Feva has them. Maybe. I bought them one by one on eBay. Did you? Yeah. Oh shit! I had no idea. Oh yeah, man. Um, 
I had no idea that you bought them one by one. I thought they came as like a... No, one by one. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't think I thanked you enough not having ever known that. Well, now you do. All I did was rewatch them and be like, this show is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, weight gain feederism. What? Say that's no, not- but can I tell you guys about this guy I dated? Yes. Who used to be like... We'd be out and he'd be like, oh, we need to, we need to get some sugar in you. We need to. And like, I'd be like, "Hmm, okay. So we'd like go to like, I don't know, Tim Hortons or something. And he'd be like, oh, what do you want? I'd get something and he wouldn't get anything. He just wanted to like feed you. It was fucking gross. And we broke up. Did you? You're not still dating him secretly? His name is Jacob. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, what, what was it called though? Weight gain what? Feederism. Oh, feederism. Yeah, oh, no, that's weird. But it's like a thing that exists in real life. Too. No judgment. Obviously. It's weird. Yeah. No judgment. I think you can judge a little bit because I think feederism is controlling. Yeah, it is an abusive um, relationship for sure. I mean, I think I think people could, I think people can enter into it consciously, but I think a lot of the time that's well, not people what can happens. consent to be being abused. That's true. You know, but that doesn't mean it's not abusive. Yeah. Monsters, which sure, why not? Nope, not erotic. Oh, they might have special skills. What about like, what if it was like Spike? I guess. I don't think that you can count. When you say monsters, I mean, I know that like werewolves and... and I think there might be Vampires are monsters, but... Yeah, but... uh, I think of like... Bleh, like a blob, or the creature from okay. the Black Lagoon, or what if it was like a blob full of holes? Is it Horda- Hordas on that list? Uh, it's not on this list. No, I picked that niche. <laughs> I picked that. Oh uh, damn, that's just fan fiction again. It's yeah. Just fan fiction. Edging, orgasm, ruin, tease, and denial. Oh no, yeah. not interested. Uh, to a certain I don't know. Point. To a certain point, as long as it happens in the end. Okay, yeah. sure, but that's not what orgasm denial means. But that's like a well, weird. Ed, that's what edging means. Yes. Isn't that just sort of like techniques for any uh, erotic story? You'd have. But a bit you of might be looking probably. for an erotic yeah. story that has that in it. But uh, I mean, so, and yeah. I think yeah, and I think okay. orgasm ruin is like specifically like taking someone to the point and then like I don't know just ruining leaving, it for them. Yeah, and then cutting their penis off. Right, right yeah. before they orgasm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ruining that orgasm and all future orgasms. Um, and tease and denial. Like, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, yeah. I think it depends on how far you go with it. Right. Femdom, which can be interesting. Yeah, but it, I don't like when it's like... Mean? No, like too much. Like... Like kind of a joke? I, I think what I don't like about the idea of like femdom as a genre is that in there is implicitly like the idea that it's like not how it is it's exciting because because women women are are subservient yeah um macrophilia giantesses which i would say i don't even know what that would be like is that just like hagrid no that's a that's giant so the woman from madame maxine madame maxine yeah milfs cougars Oh, everyone knows that women have no sexual desirability past the age of 29. No, it just dries up and snaps shut. That's right. It's when the teeth come in. <laughs> oh, some of these are stupid feet. No. I knew a guy who used to sell his dirty socks on the internet. I told this story on this podcast before. Really? Yep. Oh, it's still true. It's still true. You still, you still know a guy in the past tense that used to sell his dirty socks. He's been coming up with my Facebook memories recently. Has he? Yeah. He used to poke me a lot. With his feet? No. Yeah. But I would think that feet would be a more male one as well. Why? Why is that? I mean, I don't disagree with you, but what? That, why? I think we discussed this before, but I feel like like those intense kind of fetishes tend to be. They seem to be very male. Yeah. yeah, like Hugh Cow feet. Do you think that stems from like diapers? Like I feel like you like the oppression of the patriarchy, like toxic masculinity, and like having to like 
repress a lot of stuff. Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know if, where your feet come in. Like, that has to, like... How does feet well, get eroticized? But I mean, like, women take care something? of their feet and they yeah. wear sexy uh, shoes. Pretty lady on, feet. Like, yeah, it's it's not uh. just like regular fucking feet. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's not my feet. <laughs> you like your Crack feet? Feet. You can like point them real far. You could make a nice little like that's true fuck crevice. I could make a fuck crevice with my feet. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I will try that. You're sometime. welcome. But and like shoes and stuff like that. Dudes are super into shoes. Super into super. Shoes. They're super into shoes. Um. But yeah, that's a whole other description. Bikers, I would say a big no on that. Like me. cyclists? Yes. No, like... like I know, I'm gay. Yes, like motorcyclists. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these like sort of just like setting character genres aren't really aren't really a style of erotica because you could have like femdom biker, but the well, femdom yeah, but they, is yeah. the actual kink kind of, whereas... I don't know. If... But like, yeah, somebody might write specifically femdom bikers. yeah. And get, and like that's their That's niche. their thing. Oh, I, I just mean like, I feel like it's kind of two separate things to say like cowboys is sort of like different than than the virginity losing yeah. thing. Like the virginity losing thing seems like a, a legit separate like uh, erotic genre. And you could have that in any, yeah, you could have like rapper virgin story or cowboy virgin story. Or, well, you can certainly combine yeah. them. Well, I mean, and like, so like one of these ones coming up to like shifter werewolf, yeah. but there's often like, I've seen like shifter cowboy kind right. of thing. So right. people will definitely combine these niches yeah. to make it an ultra like niche. someone shifts into a cowboy? Yeah. They're like, it's, it'd be like cowboys and it's like a, you know, it's, it's an old West kind of thing, but they, they don't shift into a cowboy. They shift into a bear. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. They're cowboys that shift into other animals. Okay, that's it's what so I was like, asking. It's not like a lawyer who shifts into a cowboy. <laughs> that would be perfect for you. <laughs> oh, that wow! I found my niche. Um, I think that's just uh, that's just gay erotica. No, this as often they, they go to someone the, the police or, officer and the the construction yeah. worker. You just Sinai. all the, the members of, of the appropriative of, uh, of village, the village people. people at the same yeah, time. but they're all like lawyers and judges by day, and then they go to the club at night as as they're. They weren't. I think that's they just they like were gay not, reality. That was not their jobs in uh, "Can't Stop the Music." Their job in "Can't Stop the Music" was just being super gay. Dubcon and noncon, that's a big one as well. Oh, noncon's a no. Yeah, noncon's a no. Dubcon. Yeah. What what is the other one? Dubcon is dubious consent. Oh, that's that's a big no. That's a bigger no. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that. As long uh, yeah. But again, it's all about it's all about how, it's, how written. it's written and the point of view and what's being glorified. Yeah. Right, okay. It's complicated. Tickling. Ew. Which I would no, say from an erotic point of view, no. Pregnancy and preg. Or breeding as well. Empreg, yeah. Empreg, every, we all like empreg. But yeah, there's like a big breeding one as in like... Pumping them out. Yeah. yeah. And like I've actually seen that intersect with the shifter as well. So it'd be like bred by the dragon kind of thing. You'd think it would intersect with hue cow more. I'm sure like hue cow dragon babies. Oh, would like dragons be running the human farm, milk farm? I think so. Oh. Oh, this is not oh, bad. If this is not bad. If you could, if you could write this story without any erotic overtones, I'm totally into it. I don't. Okay. <laughs> like if it's just a horror story, kind of like like under the skin or something like that. Right. So like somebody stumbles upon a human hue cow. Uh, factory farm, and yeah. no one has sex with anyone. But no one's having sex. But like, but the people but running it are lizard people. Has to be having sex with. They're, they're like. That's how it works. That's how lactation works. It can happen, but it has to be like a horrible thing that's it happening. It's not erotic. So there has to be. You, it, so you it, do it, like dubcon and noncon. 
No, but not in an erotic way, but just in a this is a horrifying, okay. horrible. This, this but is see, I the feel like aspect. I feel like using rape and non consent as like a plot point is as bad. Well, that's why I said there's no erotic it. overtones. That was yeah, but I, I feel like I yeah, feel like that's still just as bad. I feel like it's as bad. Like when you look at like Game of Thrones, when they use it to oh, or whatever, yeah, like the horrible. stories that use rape as a plot point. Yeah, I feel like which is why I was trying to remove it completely from the Hugh Cow. Thing. So you just want dragon rape as a separate story from Hugh Cow. I don't want rape or eroticism the story. in the story at all. He just like there's the Hugh Cows, but like and you ro- don't even get into the point of how they get okay. to be in that situation. You just want to ignore that. But it is, but it is run, uh, farm run by dragons. This is a farm run by dragons. Yeah. Um, cuckoldry <laughs> is yeah, big. Cuckoldry is is kind of one that I was that I was into for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you yeah. still know that feeder? Yeah, we could like oh, we could have oh, like a real life feeder, feeder cuckoldry right, right. story. It wasn't a woman. It doesn't have to be a woman. Oh. You're gonna cuckold him. Oh, with the feeder. With the feeder. Oh. Oh. And this is the the story that you're gonna read. I thought I was gonna actually <laughs> orchestrate or, it in real life. Oh. <laughs> no, it's just because cuckolding is that that horrible feeling. The cuckold kink in a rod is... Jacob likes uh, to feel bad. Yeah, it's like... It was just my way of dealing with shitty relationships. Okay. It was like... Like you wish someone would come along and... No, not wishing. I don't actually think I know what cuckold means. Cuckold is is basically... When you're being cheated on. Yeah. But and it can be consensual, like sometimes. Uh, yeah, it can be consensual, but only in a way that you the, the, usually there's a. a usually, hint. you're being demeaned. You definitely, definitely have to be demeaned. Right, right. You're consenting to it only so that you can keep the person to keep from being broken up. Right, with. because there's also the niche that's like hot wife, slut wife, where right, that's more yeah. sharing. Yeah. Your right. partner, yeah. so you might like agree yeah. and like watch and get off on that. Right. right. Um, whereas cuckoldry is more like someone is taking your partner right. and yeah. demeaning you. And like I think like I think people get into like cuckoldry relationships where yeah. like and the the guy who's like cuckolding someone is called the bull. I have a lot of knowledge yeah. about cuckoldry. <laughs> so the it's, it's the definition here is a cuckold is the husband of an adulteress. Yes. Yeah. And then like the person who's cuckolding you might say like you're not allowed to have sex with your partner. Yeah. This week she's mine or whatever. Or like, oh, do you know where it comes from? I think it's Shakespearean. Do you like grow like horns if you're no. being cheated on? It's from the cuckoo. From is from cuckoo because of the cuckoo's habit oh. of laying its egg in another bird's oh. nest. Right. The equivalent words in French and other languages uh, are applied to both the bird and the adulterer, and it's never. But cuckold has never been applied to the bird in English. So wait a minute. Can I cuckold Jacob? I don't have to do it with a man. No. No. You just have to be mean about it. It's because it's not just cheating. It's like letting them kind of know and be like, you uh, can't maybe, do anything my, about my it. Not even letting kind of. There's definitely it's, it's like a. I'm fucking this other person. There's nothing you can do. And about they it. are so you great. Worm. And they're the kind of you know I'm doing it because they're giving me what you can't have. That's sort of what a cuckold. So yeah. you could do that. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> and it's his niche. So you'd be doing him a I, favor. I know. And Jacob likes it. It's like win, win, win. For the record, Jacob does not like it. <laughs> Jacob liked it when he was in a worse place. It helped me It helped me stay in a, in a, a bad relationship. You're like, it's okay. I have an identity. I'm a cuckold. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Or I, I possibly am, or maybe I'm not. But fantasizing about it is the only thing that's keeping me from cracking up. <laughs> oh, man, that's oh, sad. Yeah. That's dark. Is. Bleak. Yeah. But you could be a hot wife, Mandy. <laughs> what was the other option? Slut wife. Oh. Uh, <laughs> neither of those appeal to me. <laughs> is there much more on this list? No. Um, <laughs> Jacob's bored. He wants yeah. to go be cuckolded. He wants to go edit this. Edit all the references to his child giving blowjobs out of this. Just try and get them all. I need to get my Pokeball out so I can... To catch them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Pokeball, that sounds like a niche as well. That'd be fan fiction, obviously, but there's definitely, like, gotta be Pokemon erotica out there. Yeah, maybe Pokemon Egg Preg. Egg Preg. Egg Preg. Egg Preg. Ball Preg. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounds yeah. uncomfortable. And there's just, like, regular stuff like BDSM and exhibitionism and stuff like that. Bimbos. It makes me think of The Price is Right. Does it? Because of like the Barker's, Bob's, Bob's, Bob's Barker's Beauties or whatever? My dad always called them Bob's Bimbos, I think. I can't picture your dad saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I'm the boy that sails the boat. I'm the boy that sucks the Hold on, save that for the cover band. Yeah. Um, like I said, back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. <laughs> yeah. Back in the saddle. Already Jacob getting concerned about all the editing he's going to have to do. The shit he's going to have to cut out. Yeah. I'm, I'm cutting to... that out okay. anyways. That is You're over the lock. <laughs> Referring to our baby's mouth as blowjob lips is 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 crossing they the line. They are full lips, though. <laughs> they are quite full. I'm 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 most embarrassed about gendering the baby, <laughs> not about offering uh, blowjobs from the baby. Not about offering beautiful compliments. <laughs> beautiful compliments. Baby's first compliment. 